Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our book reading, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book is being compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarakpuri. We continue on page 84 as we discuss in this section more persecution of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Abu Bakr radiallahu an suffered more and more at the hands of the Makkan pagans until he decided to migrate to Abyssinia. With this intention, he left Makkah and headed for what had become a place of refuge for Muslims. When he reached Barak Himad, he happened to meet Malik bin Duhuna, the leader of Kura, the name of a well-known tribe, and Ahabish, a collection of a number of Arabian tribes who were bound by an agreement of mutual cooperation. Malik asked him why he left Makkah. When Abu Bakr told him he was migrating to Abyssinia, Malik voiced his disapproval. A man like you cannot be expelled. You help the destitute, you keep good relations with your family, you bear the burden of the helpless, you are hospitable with guests, and you comfort those who suffer for the sake of truth. I pledge to protect you. Come along with me and pray to your Lord in your city. Abu Bakr accepted Malik's pledge of protection, and both men journeyed together to Makkah. Malik bin Duhana then announced that Abu Bakr was under his protection. The Quraysh accepted his pledge of safety for Abu Bakr on the condition that Abu Bakr would pray only inside his house so that no one would see him. The pagans feared that their women, children, more impressionable members would be influenced by such an open show of Islam. Abu Bakr an abided by the stipulation for a while. He later made for himself a prayer area in his courtyard where he started praying and reciting the Quran in the open. When Ibn Duhana learnt of this, he reminded him of the condition under which he had pledged his safety. Abu Bakr radiallahu an then released him from his pledge, saying, I am agreeable to the protection and guarantee of my Lord. Abu Bakr radiallahu an was not only devout, but also tender-hearted. The Qur'an, with its promise of reward and punishment, its descriptions of Allah's creation and its narratives about previous prophets, moved him to tears. As he recited its verses, Abu Bakr would weep. Women and children would crowd around, watching in amazement at the show of emotion over the Qur'an. The men of Quraysh were not about to tolerate their display for long and renewed their resolve to harass him. Not all the Makkans, however, took such a harsh view of Islam. Even the pillars of pagan society found their stony hearts crumbling when in solitude they considered the Prophet's message. They were no less impressed by his courage in standing up to the Quraysh and his enduring patience. Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib, the uncle of the Prophet wasallam, and Umar bin Khattab an, were two such people, and their conversations marked a turning point in the short history of Islam. Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib embraces Islam. Once Abu Jahl happened to pass by the Prophet, peace be upon him, near Mount Safa, he began insulting the Prophet ﷺ and according to some sources, hit him on the head with a stone, causing him to bleed. The Prophet ﷺ, ever patient, did not respond to Abu Jahl's harassment. A slave woman who belonged to Abdullah bin Ja'an witnessed the scene. Satisfied with himself, Abu Jahl went to the Kaaba and sat with a group of men from the Quraysh. Shortly afterwards, Hamza returned from hunting with his bow. When the slave woman told him what had happened to his nephew, Hamza turned to Abu Jahl. You bag of wind, do you dare abuse my nephew when I follow his religion?
Hamza struck Abu Jahl's head with his bow and made a gash. Men from Banu Mahzum, Abu Jahl's tribesmen, and Banu Hashim, Hamza's tribesmen, rose against each other until Abu Jahl ordered his relatives to stay put, saying, Let Abu Amara or Hamza go. I abused his nephew unjustly. Hamza's sudden conversion was obviously the result of a strong sense of family honor. The Prophet ﷺ had been trying for six lonely, difficult years to spread the message of Allah, and Hamza had not given it much thought until then. Soon, however, something began to grow in Hamza's heart. He realized that faith was taking root, and he began to see that his love for Islam went beyond any kinship he had with Muhammad His faith in Allah would become so powerful that he would later be called Asadullah, the Lion of Allah. And that's how we bring our book reading to the end. We're reading from the book When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The book has been compiled by Sayfur Rahman Mubarak Puri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.